Merhaba from Keswick Village. This is the Rorschach Turkey update from the 15th of June, 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Turkey. Let's kick off this episode with some news on price hikes. Following the recent depreciation of the Turkish lira against the dollar, oil prices reached a record high. Currently, a liter of oil is around 29 liras, almost 1.7 US dollars, and diesel fuel is around 28 liras, approximately 1.6 US dollars. In the past few months, the price of liquefied petroleum gas, or LPG, has been relatively stable compared to oil prices. However, on Saturday the 11th, LPG prices reached 12.5 liras, around 70 US cents per liter. Just a week ago, a liter of LPG was around 11 liras, or 60 US cents. On another note, on Wednesday the 8th, the Parliament adopted a new regulation that limited the rent increase to 25% when renewing the lease until July 2023. In May, the landlords were allowed to increase rent prices up to 40%. The new regulation aims to combat the housing crisis in the country. However, many people are calling for a more strict intervention from the government. They pointed out that the landlords could easily avoid the increase in limit by changing tenants when the lease ended as the regulation only applies to current leaseholders. Many demand the government set an average rent price and then put a limit on the price increase instead of coming up with short-term solutions. Moving on, Turkey held the FS 2022 drill between the 20th of May and 9th of June in Izmir. The FS drill is one of the largest military field exercises in Turkey and hosts many allied countries every year. The drill also showcases and tests the latest domestic combat technologies. This year, Lintatek, a Turkish defense company, exhibited for the first time its anti-radiation kamikaze drones named Karge. These drones will replace the Turkish Armed Forces Harpy-1 drones that the army purchased from Israel back in 1997. The company announced that they would start mass production soon. Moreover, On Thursday the 9th, the last day of the drill, the president gave a speech and called on Greek authorities to stop arming the Aegean islands with non-military status. He accused Greece of violating international agreements that stated that the Aegean islands had been ceded to Greece on the condition that they wouldn't be militarized. The president also added that the sovereignty of the islands would be brought up for discussion if Greece kept arming the islands. Speaking of Erdogan, He officially confirmed his candidacy in the 2023 elections in a speech he made at his party's advisory board meeting. He will be the candidate of the People's Alliance, a coalition of ruling Justice and Development Party, or AKP, and the Nationalist Movement Party, or MHP. He also called on Kemal Kalic Darulu, the head of the main opposition party, the Republican People's Party, or CHP, to announce his candidacy as well. He claimed that Kalic Darulu wanted to be president, but that he couldn't openly admit it. The president has been pressuring the opposition parties into announcing their candidates in the past few months. However, the Nations Alliance, the main opposition coalition that CHP is a part of, hasn't announced its presidential candidate yet. Instead, they demanded that Erdogan officially set the date of the election first. Following that, Erdogan said that the election would take place in mid-June next year, but he didn't specify the date. He said that now that he announced the time of the elections, Kalic Darulu could no longer hide behind this excuse, and demanded that Kalic Darulu either announce his candidacy or say who is the candidate he supports. The president is also planning to launch a military operation along the Syrian border of the country against the People's Defense Unit, best known as YPG. 
The YPG is the Syrian branch of the PKK, which Turkey views as a terrorist organization. The YPG has been the dominant force in the northern part of Syria since Bashar al-Assad, the president of Syria, withdrew from the region in 2012. The operation aims to create 30-kilometer safe zones at the Tal Rafat and Manbij regions of northern Syria for the voluntary return of one million Syrians to their homelands. However, Assad condemned Turkey's plan to settle Syrian refugees in safe zones in northern Syria in an interview he gave to Russia Today, a state-controlled Russian TV network. He accused Turkey of trying to colonize Syria and committing ethnic cleansing. Syria Democratic Forces, an alliance of Kurdish and Arab militias backed by YPG, also said that they'd fight back if Turkey entered northern Syria. Some people think that Assad misleads the media and fails to represent Turkey's side in the conflict. Many believe that Assad's withdrawal from northern Syria left Turkey's bordering regions in the hands of terrorists. In addition to that, many Turks want refugees to return to their homelands. The anti-refugee sentiment has become a major part of the election campaigns of many political parties. Many believe that by launching this military operation... Erdogan aims to appeal to the anti-refugee sentiment while also appearing to think in the refugees' best interests to secure the votes of those who had become citizens. Moving on to some news about NATO, Anne Lind, Sweden's Minister of Foreign Affairs, addressed Turkey's concerns about Sweden's NATO membership. She said that Sweden was one of the first countries to consider the PKK a terrorist organization. She added that Sweden has never sent any weapons to military groups that Turkey deems as terrorist organizations. However, last month, Turkey found Swedish-made weapons in caves the PKK used as hideouts during military operations in northern Iraq. Lind also said that if Turkey approves Sweden's NATO membership, Sweden might lift the arms embargo the country imposed on Turkey. She emphasized that Sweden had the most strict arms import rules in the world. However, she added that this would change when Sweden became a NATO member, and said that they would contribute to the security for all NATO allies, including Turkey. NATO Security General Jens Stoltenberg also said that Sweden was preparing to change its anti-terrorism legislation. They will adopt the new legislation on the 1st of July. Moving on, around 9.30 p.m. on Sunday the 12th, a magnitude 5.3 earthquake hit the city of Vun. The health minister announced that no one was injured. However, the ministry is holding rescue teams on standby, just in case. The Disaster and Emergency Management Presidency sent out damage assessment teams in the area to make sure the earthquake didn't cause much harm to the buildings. While Van got off lightly with the earthquake, Ankara is still battling with floods. Central and western Anatolia have seen intense downpours in the last few days. On Sunday the 12th, the municipality of Ankara announced that the floods would become worse in the following days as the downpour had filled the city's drainage systems. The government told citizens who were living in the region to call the National Emergency Hotline if the weather conditions worsened. So far, four people have lost their lives because of the floods. Recall that Turkey changed its internationally recognized name from Turkey to its Turkish equivalent, Turkiya, last year. Following that, President Erdogan announced that from Wednesday the 15th, Turkey's national airline will use the brand name Turkiya Hava Yolara, which means Turkey Airlines, instead of Turkish Airlines. Turkish Airlines has been operating under the name Turk Hava Yolara in Turkey. However, its new name replaced Turkish which is the demonym of Turkey, with Turkiya, the name of the country. Many people took to social media and accused Erdogan of trying to erase the Turkish identity 
They also pointed out that the government's policy to give citizenship by investment and said that the government was trying to, quote, create a nation that had citizens of Turkey, but not Turkish citizens. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for listening to our ad-free updates, which will continue to be ad-free as long as you can recommend us to your friends. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at turkey at rorschach.com or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Rorschach Turkey. Hasa Kaleen!